0: Good morning. This is the Daily Devotional for the 25th of March and today we're going to be looking at Romans 5 verses 12 to 21. Therefore just as sin entered the world through one man and death through sin and in this way death came to all people because all sinned. To be sure, Sin was in the world before the law was given, but sin is not charged against anyone's account where there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from the time of Adam to the time of Moses, even over those who did not sin by breaking a command, as did Adam who is a pattern of the one to come. But the gift is not like the trespass. For if the many died by the trespass of the one man, How much more did God's grace and the gift that came by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, overflow to the many? Nor can the gift of God be compared with the result of one man's sin. The judgment followed one sin and brought condemnation, but the gift followed many trespasses and brought justification. For if by the trespass of the one man death reigned through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ? Consequently, just as one trespass resulted in condemnation for all people, so also one righteous act resulted in justification and life for all people. For just as through the disobedience of the one man, the many were made sinners, so also through the obedience of the one man, the many will be made righteous. The law was brought in so that the trespass might increase, but where sin increased, grace increased all the more. So that just as sin reigned in death, so also grace might reign through righteousness To bring eternal life through jesus christ our lord this is the word of the lord thanks be to god benjamin franklin wrote in a letter in 1789 our new constitution is now established and has an appearance that promises permanency but in this world nothing can be said to be certain except death and taxes. Neither are to be welcomed. Both are inevitable. It was important to see the constitution of this newly formed United States as a malleable, flexible thing, since the birth of a nation from revolution meant that they were starting from scratch. It was inevitable that both circumstances would change and that they would not have captured all the nuances required to govern and protect the freedom of such a vast nation. Hence the importance of the system of amendments to the Constitution to protect freedoms not originally envisaged. You may know the most famously Fifth Amendment, the right not to testify in a case that might lead to incrimination. It's known as taking the Fifth. Franklin was actually quoting Daniel Defoe, who coined the phrase 50 years earlier in The Political History of the Devil. Our reading today is all about right and wrong, darkness and light, the enemy and God. Firstly, sin and death. Paul follows a dense argument, but basically, Adam gave in to temptation. And through that sin, death entered human existence. That means that sin was not part of the human condition prior to that. And through sin came expulsion from the Garden of Eden. Outside of that paradise, the eternal life of the body, mind and soul were forgone. And death came. And of course, this is also a form of spiritual death because they were taken away from their time with god we don't talk about death enough it's sort of a taboo subject it would be strange to past generations since as franklin and defoe correctly identify it has a 100 percent probability an actuary may have the job of working out the probability of when we might die maybe for the purposes of a sh- life assurance or valuing a pension fund, but not if we will die, that is 100%. Paul's argument is that by introducing the law, we have an appreciation of sin, of God's ways and rebellion. And so we can be convicted of that sin. Adam to Moses was a time where sin was not debited to our account. There was no law, but as soon as Adam walked out of paradise, death did come, both physical and spiritual. But God doesn't leave us there. And in a series of comparisons, Paul identifies grace and trespass or sin, justification and condemnation, obedience and disobedience. He's comparing Jesus with Adam. One man brings sin, broad disobedience, and condemnation. That was Adam. Jesus is like a second Adam who brings grace, justification, and obedience. And there is one key phrase that keeps coming back. How much more? It's a question for us. How much more do we think that Jesus brings than the world? How much more does the power of God have than the enemy, the devil? How much more is our faith than our doubts? How much more useful is the Bible as our guide than TV, social media and movies? How much more does God love us and treasure us than the fickle appreciation of our peers? How much more does God in our lives bring peace than out of it? How much more can we face the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune and suffering with God than apart from him? How much more? Well, it doesn't get much more than this. Adam brought sin and death. Jesus brings life. Not just this life that we're living now in its fullness, but life forever. Some may say that this life is all that there is. Others that you have another existence as somebody or something else. But how much more is it to know that in Christ you will be returned to a life eternal where there is no more death, no more pain. No more sorrow and no more tears. Only life perfected lived with the perfecter himself, God our Father. How much more could you possibly need?